What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 116, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, Founder Numero Dos, Ben. When I think of notable Italians, I think of Pudge Rodriguez. Baseball, Ben, what's going on, man? Outstanding, outstanding, and no, I do not think Pudge is an actual Italian, but he sure could be one in our hearts. Speaking of notable Italians in our hearts, who's that warming up down there? Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Welcome back, Sam. Hello. Good to see you for another week, my friend. I like to talk baseball things, even though there's no baseball going on in this continent. Yeah, it's not great. It's not a great scenario. Ben, how's it going with you? I'm doing great. Uh, all things considered, uh, everything's on fire, but otherwise things are fine. Yeah, I mean, it seems like every time I turn around, I'm taking another blow to the face baseball related here as far as MLB goes. And it's just, it stinks. It's made it really hard to kind of focus on on my my KBO baseball. And while we're talking about KBO baseball real quick, my team is in a fucking free fall right now. Like, yes. they're bad. <laughs> the the dragons welcome you to the basement. I, I don't know. I, so I need to look at the most recent standings. I'm at like two days behind right now of games. Uh, Sam, do you I've have them the, by any chance? I've got the standings up. The NC Dinos have not relinquished first place after like five games into the season. Dinos... 36 and 16. They have a 692 win percentage. The Key Womb Heroes, 33 and 21. They're four games back from NC. And then Doosan, 31 and 22. They're 5.5 games back. So they're a game and a half behind second place. Do they, show their, do they show their last 10 games? Or I can look at their last 10 games for I'm sure. Just curious of what the what the record of the last 10 games is because it's been. Uh, let's see. One, two. He's doing the math. This is our favorite segment where Sam can't. They've, they've won four of the last ten. See, that's not good. No. It's not good at all. I, this is the segment where I add up numbers or ta- literally tallying them. Um, you don't happen to have the Wyvern's statistics in front of you, do you? I can pull that up as well, yeah. Give I'm just me curious as to how well, poor they're doing. They're so bad just, we had to send away to NASA to get the exact calculations. Let me just scroll to the bottom of the page and find oh, the shut Wyverns. Up. That was unnecessary. The, S- <laughs> the SK Wyverns are not in last. They're in ninth out of 10. Uh, they're 16 and 37. They're 20 uh, and a half games back. <laughs> All right, I, I take uh, that back. You know, yeah, speaking of being second worst, it's not unlike Texas and the coronavirus. Yeah, it's not great. I will take it back. I will take my my deuce on guys, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm sticking with it. I'm riding this out, Sam. Do you guys pick up any gear? Am I the only one who got gear? I haven't yet, but I'm planning on it. I wanted to make sure you were going to actually get said gear before I did it. I got the gear. It took over a month. I ordered it May 23rd. I got it June 26th. So it took a month. Ben, I don't know if you caught last episode. It's the worst t-shirt I've ever gotten. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I mean, it's like spray. It smelled like spray paint when I opened the bag. And it's just like very... The, the lines are not super sharp, you know? It just feels like somebody actually spray-painted 
on the logo with like great diligence, but you can tell it was like spray painted. That's fantastic. So uh, in that case, I know exactly what I'm getting Sam for Christmas this year. Spoiler alert, it's totally spray painted t-shirts now that I know how much he loves them. See, I was more hoping that you were going to go like gift card to one of those shops where he could go pick out his own spray painted t-shirt. I feel like the hellpocalypse we're setting ourselves up for, you can get a lot of probably like a five for 10 sort of deal with spray painted t-shirts on the corner of anywhere. Hey, tell you what, Ben, we should do that this weekend. See if we could get rid of some t-shirts. I love that idea, except you and I will be standing outside of a Cinnabon with our masks on yelling at people to try to buy t-shirts from us (laughs) as they run away. Outfielder podcast, outfielder podcast. <laughs> to be fair, we were going to do that anyway. True, yeah. just with merchandise. Now we have to wear a mask. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's a weird, weird time out there, and it feels like the, the whole MLB plan is falling apart. But I guess we'll, we'll dive into that in a minute. Ben, I wanted to bring this to your attention first thing because I'm really excited about this surprise that we, we got. So uh, how, so were you, were, you were gone last week. You were here the week before that, though, right? Yes. I mean, and granted, it's all uh, lockdown time. And so, you know, like time is a flat circle and no one knows anything. But yes, to my knowledge, I missed the last episode and I was on the week before, I believe. Okay, something like that. Well, in the meantime, I don't know if you even caught us talking about this, but we found out that the Giants were allowing. So since they were starting the season, they were going to allow cardboard cutouts of fans out in the uh, like season ticket holders out in the stands. Okay. Do you recall this at all? (laughs) Yes, vaguely. Okay. So, like, that was kind of all that was to it. And so Sam and I were talking throughout, like, last week, and I was like, I want to look into this a little bit more and see, like, how we go about this. Well, upon further research, there's only two teams right now that are doing this, the San Francisco Giants and the Oakland A's. Okay. So I did a little more digging and figured out that Sam and I are able to submit our pictures to be put on cardboard cutouts in the stands at the A's game, assuming they have baseball this year. Oh my God. What, what's the amount of legwork that that's going to take? Cause that's incredible. I mean, it's already done on my end. Where are you at Sam? It's a financial lift only. Uh, I submitted mine. I got no email. Oh, so I'm in limbo. Okay. But I have submitted. There's a pending payment on my credit card, but the deadline was yesterday. To be like to have the best shot, I think is what it said to to get in there. So we will let's work on that. We'll figure that out here in the next day or so. Because I got all mine and submitted it uh, just the other day. Ben, do you want to see the picture that I submitted? So much. I'm I'm thinking you're going to be in like a Ninja Turtle costume or something. Right. So we we struggled with this because like so we decided. So I decided I would do something that was like Oakland A's esque to more hopefully guarantee a, an actual spot, you know, on or in the, in the stands. And so uh, Sam wanted to go the other way though, and, and do like another team. Which to make it <laughs> okay. like a complete, a complete fan experience would have I fans from the other team. So I was like, just put me in some Rangers stuff. It's that'll work. Yeah. I've been to like 30 games at O.co. They, they <laughs> Maybe that's why they, they they didn't uh, take your picture is because you're rocking Texas gear. They're taking my money. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, de- they were happy to take your money here. So we've got to figure that out. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yes, 
A's number one. This is Springfield Isotopes. Exactly. Uh, so you're you're wearing that shirt right now. Right. So I, I wore that on the show just as a to you know on purpose. I took it off and, and waited for the show. But I I also wanted to really half-ass do the Oakland A's thing. So I printed it off. But you can see that my printer was like close to out of ink, and you know quarantine times and all of that. I don't have time to run out and buy another ink cartridge in time for for you know quarantine to be done here. And so I, I had to do something before I because we had to have the the um, photo submitted by Sunday. So again, had to do something. So I had to have the A's logo there. There you go. There you go. So I love it. Um, how thrilled was your wife when you asked her to take a picture of you holding an Oakland sign well, by your fence? Yeah, she well, so we tried several different spots, first and foremost. Um, and that was the best light because I wanted to make sure that you could like see that I wasn't really smiling or very happy about being in that spot in any way, shape, or form. You know, that was kind of Makes the idea. Sense. And um, so I told her about this and she just kind of rolled her eyes and she was like, We're where am I taking the picture? That's awesome. <laughs> Point me in the direction of action so I could get back to my life. Yeah. Well, that is a that wonderful, wonderful surprise. I'm very proud of you both. So the good news is a couple of other side notes. So there are a couple of price tiers that you could do. So we did like the, we just wanted to get our cutout out there, right? Yeah. Um, there's another one that you can do that puts it in really like good, foul, like consistent foul ball territory. And Make if, him guess what the yeah. extra money. What's gets the extra you? money? What do you think it gets you, Ben? Well, hold on. What's uh, it goes? On. If you yeah, if you get hit by a foul ball, they send it to you. Yeah, right. So there is that. We didn't do that though. We, I mean, that's not necessary. Hopefully, we get hit. I would just like at the end of the day, I would just love a picture of this. That's really all I, I'm after here. And that's phenomenal. We did find out too that. Should we happen to be... Oh, so our money did get us one Oakland A's exhibition game ticket for the following season, so 2021. So, Sam, at least you, if you don't get your cutout out there, at least you have some sort of exhibition college game ticket to go to for Yeah, and the, the whole... The, the best part about that for me was we could go make try to make our way to Oakland, go to the game, and you can pick up your cutout and take it home. Wow. Could you imagine walking through the airport with a cutout version of yourself? Like, and in the cutout, it's just you with like nachos, you know? Well, in a thousand percent, I would wear the same outfit. So I was just carrying, you know, <laughs> you know, myself. It'd be awesome. Oh, that's good. I like that. So that's if, if Sam and I, if it doesn't happen, we can venture our way out to Oakland and hopefully pick up our cardboard cutouts. Now, could you imagine if we got to Oakland and they did not have Sam's cardboard cutout, the scene that would be ensuing It was here. just all one big scam on him, <laughs> but not on you. Yeah, I, and that's the worst please. part, is there's nothing, like, we don't get our money back here if the season doesn't happen. This is just over with. Oh, Sam, you went to OaklandAthletes.com. Sorry, yours is at a 24-hour fitness <laughs> In Philly. Yeah. So that's that's our our thing to be looking forward to if the season should happen. So I think that's, A, awesome work. Well done. Um, I'm very proud. I knew you would be. We really debated on splitting another one and putting you out there, too. That's, that's fair. Uh, well done. Uh, <laughs> but you mentioned, you mentioned the... Uh, potential to not have a season tell me more about this well i mean you know 
people are, we're in the middle of a pandemic that hasn't really stopped contrary to what people seem to believe half the time. And I mean, we're putting all these things together, but like, it's starting to sound like testing has been really, really shoddy on the part of the MLB. Big shocker there. After we argued for three months about how this is all going to work, all of a sudden they're not holding up promises. Uh, and we'll get, I'll get into the specifics of that here in a second, but it's, it's a pretty wild scene out there. It's very rough indeed. It's not a good look for baseball, who's already just having a stellar last 18 months of, of scandal and dumb news stories. Uh, so just when I thought the bar couldn't be any lower, they continue to disappoint, and I should no longer be surprised. I was a little surprised that they were having trouble with testing. Like, A, they had all this time to think about it and get shit lined up. Maybe they really didn't think that the season was going to happen. I don't know. But, like, shouldn't they – maybe this is very wrong of me to say, but shouldn't they have, like, direct line to some sort of official to, like, make that right quicker? So what do you mean? Like, they, they should have uh, some sort of, like – health and human services person to guide them to the best way to get, you know, testing done effectively and quickly, mm -hmm. if not getting them on the payroll to jump them to the front of the line for testing. Like it just seems yeah. like an organization that's as important to America mm -hmm. as baseball would have figured out a way to get a direct line into the government to make that better. And that's that like, wouldn't have just, that's yeah, very wrong. They wouldn't have said that better than like the average American, but still, I don't know. Sorry, I kept talking over you there, Sam. I was just trying to say that it seems like they just sent Steve the intern to the Oakland City Council thing with a clothes basket asking for a bunch of COVID tests. Seriously. Well, we talked about I mean, this last time too. Like they don't even have a consistent policy across all teams. Each team has its own like, you know, protocol of what they're doing, which is crazy. One of the, the, the latest little anecdote I heard was there was an A's player who was tested the other day. His test was still in San Francisco. It was waiting to be sent to Utah to be analyzed. Like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Sacramento, here? the state capital is like right there, 70 miles that way. Oh are you telling God. me there's not some sort of official in California that can make this testing happen? It just seems like there's no lab corp down the road. Yeah, they don't have science in Daly City. They should just like buy a lab corp near every fucking stadium and crank out tests all the time. That would require them spending money on this stuff, and they want to keep the cost at as low as possible. That's what this comes down to. What other possible explanation could there be for something like that, of that just mm -hmm. level of negligence? I was going to say criminal negligence is <laughs> about the next thing that comes to mind. But, I mean, even the players are starting to get really antsy about this. So, like, we'll talk about, like, who's opted out, who's tested positive, at least, you know, as far as we know up to this point. But, like, I saw Chris Bryant put out a statement, plays for the Cubs, put out a statement earlier. Did you guys happen to see this thing? No. I'm going to read it to you. So, this is an unbelievable statement. It's a little lengthy, but it's worth worth really thinking about what he's saying here. He said, I don't want to be insensitive to people who haven't been able to get tests or have been in situations like that. But as the country gets access to more of those, I think it's appropriate to talk about our situation here. What we agreed to was testing every other day. We have had guys here who showed up on Sunday and hadn't gotten tested again until seven days later. And then you don't get the results Jeez. for another two days either. So that's nine days without knowing. He said, I think if... 
I think if we really want this to succeed, we're going to have to figure that out. I wanted to play this year because I felt that it would be safe and I would be comfortable. Honestly, I don't really feel that way, which is why I'm trying to keep my distance from everybody and wear my mask just so we can get this thing going. I think if we want it to happen, if we want it to go smoothly, because this is a, this is the easy part, really. When you get into the season and you're traveling, you're in an airplane, your hotel, you're getting room service. Guys, who knows what people are doing? Or who knows what people are doing, especially on the other teams as well? You got to rely on everybody in this whole thing. If we can't nail this easy part, which is right now, and just our players doing their part, we've got a really big hill to climb. I, I have a thought. Say more about this. It's not. It's not specifically about what Chris Bryant said, but I think it's emblematic of <clears throat> probably a lot of players. Right? They're probably just like, I want to get on with the show. The the owners unanimously decided to get the season going. Mm-hmm. I part of me thinks that was like symbolic more than anything leading into the CBA year. Like, okay, the players want to go. We'll say we're going to go, and then when it comes time to bargain next year. We'll say, okay, well, we budged and, you know, we got the ball going on this COVID season and oops, it didn't happen, but they know it's not going to happen. They know it's not going to happen and they're just going to use that as like a moral high ground nine months from now. So this Sorry. whole thing is is them sort of sort of teasing fans for the sake of their own business? I mean, what do they have to lose? We're going to be there no matter what they, in their eyes. And I've had nothing but time to sit here and think about it. So yeah, that's like a deep, dark hole that I'm just digging myself. Well, and it's hard. It gets harder too. like Sam and I've had this conversation a couple of times offline, but like, you know, the more that we've even done this stuff and just the more that I've learned about the inner workings of baseball and like even particularly like the Red Sox, the more I'm just absolutely disgusted by it all. And that's the Mm -hmm. problem that we're dealing with here is you're giving more people more and more time to see how this thing really works. And it's not good. It's not pretty. We've been talking about this since this show started. Well, and and there's always a new chapter of the same book, of the same, um, whether it be negligence or cheating or covering up cheating or domestic violence. You know, like there are ways that we are consistently being uh, let down. And I don't think any of us come to this, you know, with rose colored glasses, thinking that these aren't people who are who are fallible. But I also think that we are not in the wrong to expect a product or a service that we spend money on to come up to a certain standard. They don't even know what that standard is. They're disconnected from it. It's a thing. It's a number on a balance sheet. That's the problem. Well, that's the thing. Like Chris, Chris Bryant, this is Chris with a K. uh, He's 28 years old. I mean, he is in his prime of his career. Like, not even the people that, you know, it, what whatever the percentage of, of COVID fatalities are, even if he's infected and doesn't pass away, like there are potential long-term implications of him, you know, getting this and, you know, not being able to play ball anymore. So the fact that the each team not only couldn't agree on a standard, but then cannot execute on the standards that they've set aside like that's absolute absolute bush league it's chaos really it's all it is is organized chaos it's really what it comes down to and i, I we've been like i said we've been talking about this 
this kind of thing since we started this show and how rough this CBA was going to be. I don't think anybody saw a gigantic plague jumping in front of things like this and really melting things down to the ground. Like I think that the general like consensus on Rob Manfred is that he's bumbled everything he's done since the start and you know like I don't I I don't know if that's necessarily true. I'd, I'd want to go back and like really look to before I like commit to agreeing with that specifically. But I mean, he's bumbled a lot more things that he's he's handled well. I know that to be true. Yeah, knee jerk yeah. reaction is it's he's he's not been great. Yeah, and I mean, like the I mean, the, you brought up the cheating scandals, like the you know the steroid stuff, the A Rod stuff, like all that, like all that was handled really really poorly, all of it. And it just it's really interesting that as a league they never be able they're, they're never able to really get this stuff right. They always miss the mark. I wonder why that is. It's got to be just not caring, right? Like that's negligence, really. Well, I, th- I think it's potentially caring about the wrong thing. So if I'm just chasing the almighty dollar, but it's now impacting my product, you know, like then people aren't going to be inclined to pay attention to my product. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's it's cutting off your nose to spite your face, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's a wild thing, man. And I don't really, I don't know really how they're going to sit down to Sam's point at the table and show good faith on either side of this, really. Like neither, pl- the player side has been pretty straightforward, yes, but like they haven't necessarily all shown the, the willingness to want to cave on anything either. So it, it is a really complicated thing. And I, I get, you know, we've kind of taken the side of the players in this because I mean, you know, it's not worth going into the the ins and outs of all of that stuff. Cause we've been down that road before those are in previous episodes, but it's, it really feels like they haven't bought themselves any credit at the bargaining table here. None whatsoever. Well, what other happy baseball news do we have while we're on such a good topic? <laughs> a whole lot, dude. It's really sad. <laughs> they released the schedule. So let's talk about that a little bit because I you haven't know even looked at it. Have you looked at it? No. I'm looking at it right now. Opening day looks sick. Okay. Opening day, there's two let's, games. Let's adjust that. Let's adjust the terminology. Opening day. Looks sick. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Yeah, sorry. Let's go with fierce. Opening day looks fierce. (laughs) Looks like fun. (laughs) Okay. Having fun. Got it. Game one. Ugh, the timing is terrible. Game one, 7 p.m. Eastern, Yankees Nationals. It's the Yankees versus the defending champions. That'll be good. (sighs) Yeah. I'm I'm already... No, no, I don't care about the Yankees part of it. I'm already starting to back off my... My, I feel like the Nationals really deserved a championship thing. I, I don't. <laughs> they caught a lot of lightning in a bottle. That's fine. Year. That's how most championships are won. Absolutely. The Royals, come on, let's but th- go. That doesn't lead me to believe that this is going to be a great matchup right out of the gate. That's my point. Okay, that's fine. But it is going to have the hype train, it, and for sure. actually, all all of the teams in these two games are hype train central. Fair. Second game is Giants Dodgers at ten Eastern opening day. Oh my God. Ben, those will be good games. PM? <laughs> Ben's, Ben's going to be having to take the late night shift of the live watch party. 
Yeah. Been late at night. Of, I mean, day two, you jump right into interleague play. You got like Tigers, Reds. Um, what else? Shit. Rockies, Rangers, day two. Ooh. So how like are we how many games are we looking at a day? Is it going to be two like two primetime games a day? Oh gosh. Let's see. These games uh start at four Eastern and there's about ten a day. And no, I mean, there's a bunch of prime times from seven to seven thirty. There's four games on. Jeez. Wow. Okay. From six to eight, there's like eight games on. So they're like really crunching them in there. Sam, realistically, how many games of of this, say this all happens, plays out. How many games do you think you're going to be able to watch? Well, I can only watch one at a time. Well, no, I mean, we could use the, the split screen thing with MLB.com. I'm not about that. I like to hop around. I would say I might watch Rangers will play 60 games. If everything goes to plan, I'll probably watch 25 to 30 of those games, Rangers games. Okay. And then maybe like 10 others end to end. And I'll skip around a bunch to like meaningful games throughout the call that like another 10 games. Yeah. Just jumping around. That's typically what I do too. But are there any that are going to be like in the morning? I don't, that would be so awesome, but I don't think so. Does, did it happen to say who's going to be the first opponent coming to Globe Life? It's the Rockies. Globe Life. It's the well, Rockies. He said, he said the Rockies and Rangers are playing, but he didn't. That's at Rangers. It's at, it's the, at Rangers okay. on the 24th. Yeah. I saw him, uh, they posted about it on Twitter just like maybe 10 minutes before we came on the air. So At 7.05, just like before, because the sun is such a factor now. Yeah, so do they, do they have to have the roof open? They I, they should not, and they will not. I Dude, I think that they probably should actually have it open. That's probably... With no fans? Yeah, but I mean, still, like, don't you want as much air going through there as possible? Isn't that kind of... I don't think they're going to do that. Ben, where are you at here? So I think that they probably should, and there's a snowball's chance in hell that they're going to. Love it. Okay. It is going to be 100. Can we look at the weather this far out? It's going to be 102. There's no fucking way. You yourself have sat out there in 102-degree weather countless times, and you're not nope. even, like, they're not even having fans out there. So what's the that difference? I'm going to put uh, what. J-Mac, I'll buy you a t-shirt if you're right, and you will buy me a t-shirt if I'm right. About okay. The roof and Ben will buy me a taco if... No, just kidding. I just got a text. Justin, you're supposed to check your Twitter. Uh-oh. What is that? So while Sam's pulling up the weather... On the 24th, it's going to be 98 degrees. Yeah. Plus, we're at a 65% humidity, so add 15 degrees to that to get the heat index. Yes, I, I do not think that um, they're going to have the roof open. They just, they literally got that stadium to do what you're saying. The, the, they got that fucking stadium to shut the doors and turn the AC on. They I understand that, but they didn't anticipate a giant pandemic either. So what? <laughs> they're, definitely, they're definitely closing it. That's like thousands, tens of thousands of cubic meters of air. They're not closed. They're not opening it. Oh, man. Just trap them in the Petri dish. I love it. I love it. It's a really bad idea. It's a bad idea not to open the roof. I'm telling you. Fresh air is a good thing here. All right. All right we'll one t-shirt on the line. One t-shirt on the line. Are we talking a KBO t-shirt or just a t-shirt in general? 
I was just wondering that. I think I got to go either KBO or team in MLB that I don't um, have. currently have a thing for. Okay, and I get to pick it out, and you get to pick it out. Is that? Are we picking it out for each other? It has to. Be, yes, but I think. Do you want to set some stipulations now? Here now. I mean, I would like this. it's got to be reasonable. Yeah. Like we want it to be something that what we would wear, right? Is that precisely? It's got to be wearable. It can be a little goofy, but it needs to be like I I actually want to wear this on the air and like out doing yard work or walking the dog or something. Not something embarrassing, right. like a Mother's Day pink shirt or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ben? It's, it's funny y'all mention this because I just started a spray paint t-shirt company called <laughs> Sensibly Loud Shirts & Co. Y'all are going to love it. Awesome. Perfect. I, I've been looking for the perfect place to get it. You got it. And I can't wait to get a piece of clothing from a place called Sensibly Loud. It's a very good point. I'm sure it will be very modest. Yes, indeed. We haven't gone over the top with like that yet. Like everything I do. Right. We haven't gone over the top yet with that kind of stuff. I think this is the perfect place to dive into that, though, Ben. What the hell else are we going to do? I know. I, I just, you know, I guess we'll sit here and, you know. Video games. Duh. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we're having to do. Um, There's been 52 what, games. That's a lot of games. We're going to, what, pound Schlitz and watch marble racing? I mean, right. apparently. That's a thing. It's a thing. So, uh, listener Dan sent us something here real quick. Ooh. And uh, so, we're going to get to... So, this is what, what came across by Twitter, which I actually had planned to talk about this. So, Dan, thank you for the reminder, as usual. Um, but did you happen to see kind of what Sean Doolittle was saying about... Uh, he's the pitcher, one of the relief pitchers for the Nats, and he was talking about some of the you know playing in front of fans, like the actual possibility of playing in uh, in front of fans this year. Did you guys happen to see this by any chance? Yeah, I didn't. No. Recap it, Sam. I don't have it in front of me. You do. You read it. Well, I just I wanted to, I, I don't want to read it. I just wanted your like just an overarching thing of like no, what Doolittle's he was saying. Got good takes. He's just like. Hey, this isn't working. I really want this to go well. The staff is doing a good job, but the tests aren't getting, we're not getting results in time and we need to clean that up. I think that was the tagline. Like we need to clean that up. Correct. Which that's the second time we've heard something like that in the last like two days here. And, you know, outside of this pandemic, Doolittle is often derided as like a loud mouth for just saying, saying the right things at the right time. And like this time it, it seems right to more people, which is a, a good sign. It does. And I mean, that's, I like that. I mean, it's a it's a good place to actually take a stand. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's fair. And it seems like remember you can interact with us on social media. We're getting right now from a Dan Miglitz Nielsen. I'm kidding. It's my brother Dan uh, talking about the Nats players' comments about sports being a reward. And I think that that's kind of going out to saying are sports a um, essential business? I mean, they are not. They're not. Yeah, we've argued that since the very beginning of this. Absolutely, should not be a thing at all. Like it really shouldn't be. It's crazy. Is the idea that they should be a reward for the country behaving well, like Germany getting soccer back or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I would say that. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good way to probably look at it because it's like. Except, I never said that Germany gets soccer back. They know what they did. Oh, got it. <laughs> I'm glad. Let the pin clear never that. Forget. Never forget. 
but no, I think it's it's the point of it is, and, and this is the same thing with the KBO. Like they're going to start being able to put fans back in stands here pretty soon because they did what they were supposed to do originally and didn't try to say, oh, well, we're smarter than science. It's just which is absurd. That's the huge shortcoming of not only baseball's response to COVID, but America's response to COVID is you can't just sweep it under the rug and hope it goes away. You know, we're not in third grade when we're told to clean our room and we just shove our stuff under the bed or in the closet. Like, that's not how this works, and our choices have consequences. And other countries get to have real baseball with real fans, and we're stuck here risking the lives of players as well as the general population, um, and they can't even get your testing in order. Like, just ridiculous. You know what they should do is just send all of the players to New York. New York has effectively done the best job of any state. They're testing like 60,000 people on average a day, and their positivity rate is below 1%. Mm, pretty send good. them over there. They can play at City. They can play at Yankee Stadium and play a fuckload of games between all 30 teams every day. I just want them to do like round-the-clock you know, rotations, like you know, one of those... 24 hour, you know, runs that you'll do or whatever you're handing off to different people. Like, that's what I want that's to right. say. What, what's it your tea time? 710? Yeah, <laughs> 7.07. <laughs> and then, like, when one game, when one game finishes at, um, you know, at Yankee Stadium, then they jump over to the Mets Stadium. <laughs> and then when it's done, then they jump back so they can clean the other one. And it's just a 24 hour baseball live stream. Extravaganza. I would watch so much of that. I would probably try to stay up for as long as possible just to see how lo- how much I could watch of it. They could get our cutouts on little things. Just flip them, right? You got a Justin on one side. You got a Sam on the other. It's perfect. It's bingo, perfect. bingo. <laughs> or like Justin in uh, in like Mets gear in one and Yankees gear in the other and then just flip it back and forth. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We get Jimmy Midtown involved in some way, shape, or form. It's fantastic. Well, he's the person who we got to hire to flip our cutouts. That's true. He's already going to be there. Already going to be there. No. Probably not going to be there. California. I know. Jimmy's in, uh, hiding in California, Ben. I don't know if you do that or not. Yeah, I think we all are. No, last time I recorded, he was like middle of driving across the country, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, being our, our own sensibly loud Jack Kerouac. Yeah. Poor guy. He left the state that's doing now the best and has gone to the the place that's doing the worst. (laughs) It's the most Jimmy Midtown thing I've ever heard. There's a common denominator here. If I had it all queued (laughs) up. Hey, Jimmy, you sick? If I had it queued up, I would definitely play his intro music just because because we haven't heard it in a while. It's awesome. Um, So, Ben, I know that you wanted to kind of get into this a little bit. So we've had a lot of talk about you know, statues and monuments and things like that. And, you know, maybe fixing some of the shit that we should have fixed probably quite some time ago. And of course the Washington Redskins came up and that's one that is maybe one of the most unbelievable names of sports franchises I've ever heard, but it kind of brings into baseball because we've got several of those in baseball that we kind of have to address, uh, including the, the Cleveland Indians. So talk to us a little bit about where you are with this first of all. Yeah. So, Thank you. Thank you, Jay, Matt. A couple things here. So in 2013, Washington's football team, uh, their owner, Dan Snyder, um, today's piece of shit, basically said, 
this will not happen unless it's over my dead body. Like, even told the reporters, you can write this down and put it in all caps. Like, we're not changing the team name. So this was seven years ago, a much simpler time. And I'm just kidding. It was always complicated. <laughs> but now they're, uh, you know, now basically Washington is saying that they're going to have a new team name for their football club by this fall. Like, if in, if there's football this fall, Washington is going to change their names. And their main reason being is, is as we say here, follow the money, right? So basically, Nike pulled their merch off their website, and FedEx, who sponsors the field, you know, like are like, uh-uh, this isn't going to work. Well, baseball does what it always does and kind of tries to, like, get their, um, kind of minimizes themselves a bit, but realizes, oh, yeah, we have a team called the Cleveland Indians, um, which hasn't really played well. And then the, we have another team we'll bring up shortly. But for me, the name always should have changed. Probably Atlanta needs to potentially look look at a different name as well. Um, I just don't know if they're going to do it because I don't know if there's going to be enough noise from the sponsors. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like if we're following the equation that gets us the solution, it's noise from the sponsors. Always at this point in time. Always. So I, I'm... Like, I know we don't like to put things like this on a scale of like, oh, well, this is worse than this because everybody has a different take on that. But like, to me, like at least like the Redskins is just the worst fucking thing in the world. Like it's, it's, I've always thought that it's just mind boggling that that's a thing at all. The Indians hasn't bothered me as much. The Braves, I really don't see. Help me get, help me get there. Hey, we just put the all five. Uh, Native American-based team names on a scale, or at least I did. And the Redskins are certainly the worst. Mm -hmm. The Blackhawks are the best because at least it's a tribe name. Right. And then everybody else falls in the middle. you got the Chiefs, the Indians, and the Braves. Yeah, so realistically, there's there's a number of different things. You know, yes, from a slur standpoint, Redskins is the worst. That's, that's you know, still in, in common lexicon. However, um, you know, there would... Um, in the olden days, uh, they would classify people as like, oh, you're a brave or a squaw or you're this or, you know, like there's different. And so it's all just dehumanizing yeah. a nation of people. Sure. You know what I mean? So like that's that's the that's the bar here. Um, so I would say that the three baseball teams who I'm not saying necessarily are going to change, but at least who are in the conversation, um, you know, there's. Cleveland, there's Atlanta, and then also there's getting a lot of heat here in Texas uh, for the Texas Rangers because of in Texas history, there were a number of instances where the Texas Rangers law organization was used to, um, you know, marginalize and, and, you know, continue to to hate on on people of color. So, you know, whether it be brutally enforcing the borders or this or that, you know, there's all that sort of stuff. Uh, so those are the kind of the things that people are are talking about. That's fair, and I, like I understand that. Like I guess what what my question is then is like, so like the Redskins had money like or sponsors pulled and all that stuff. Like we talked about Nike, FedEx, and I think more followed after that. But they were kind of like smaller yeah. scale sponsors. Yeah, those were the big ones. Did did that happen with the Indians or that is this more of a hey we're we're realizing what the moment is. This is maybe our moment to step up. To my knowledge, it hasn't happened for Cleveland. Okay. I will check and see, but 
I feel like we're right there on the, on the fence with with that. Yeah, and I just wonder because like I do appreciate the the wherewithal to say, hey, this is like before this becomes an issue because it like I mean we talked about Chief Wahoo before, and like while it's a cool oh like God. drawing and all that, it's like it's it's insensitive. It's not great, you know, and it's not okay. And so they retired that out, which was you know good of them, even though that was one of the more. Do you still see it? Like every eighth game, it's still out there. No, they've retired it completely out now. They they mm -hmm. like slow played it. It took a while, but they did. Okay. Yeah. And well, uh, I like I that's, a lot. The, that's the thing too. So the, the reason that the Rangers kind of got brought into it is at one of our airports, Dallas Love Field, you know, one of the statues that was taken down was of a law enforcement Texas Ranger. You know, it wasn't Billy Martin standing there or whatever. It was law enforcement Texas Ranger. And that was removed probably three weeks ago. So that's you guys team. I mean, where's your head at on that? I mean, I, I know that doesn't really change. It shouldn't really change how you look at it, but where, where's your head at on it? I mean, is it is it offensive and is it should it be changed? I at this point do not find it offensive. Um, I'm not really sure where to draw the line yet, but that's like that's a gray area for me. Like if you're going to go after the Rangers, you need to go after the Raiders and the Buccaneers also, like because what were pirates doing but trading things and people? Yep. I don't know. That just sounds like really gray area for me and it's not because it's my team i just don't maybe i'm not like close enough to the facts on that one but can we also throw yeah. in the rays because i don't trust those guys either i like the rays it's an animal <laughs> i don't trust them let's throw out the the whalers in, in hockey Jay, because very we, that, we know that trade is frowned upon also j mac so is still angry about uh, steve Irwin. that's why he doesn't trust the rays correct really um, no heart. so here's here's where i stand so as a ranger fan let me headline and preface this by saying baseball will mess this up. They always find a way to mess it up. So, like, it's not going to be done right. Mm -hmm. I think that if it would help the sport grow, well, A, it's the right thing to do. You know, if if a entire population hasn't felt comfortable talking about it being, you know, like a, a scar on their history and now they are, let's have the conversation. Um, I don't think it necessarily takes priority over you know the redskins for example uh but definitely and it's kind of like a good faith thing for baseball to do like hey we're listening we're hearing you we want to make sure that we're a sport that people want to come watch and you know not because of built-in prejudices you know like we're we're willing to to get past that now because we've had this podcast for three years and been watching baseball for collectively 90 years between the three of us uh it's not going to happen no. you know they will every step along the way they will trip on their own shoelaces and then slip on a banana peel and then just mess the whole thing up um but i think that for us as fans to not be at least willing to have the conversation we are doing a disservice to historically marginalized populations. Right. And that is, I have no problem with that whatsoever. And I, I like, I, it's funny because you're, you're sitting here talking about major league baseball, trying to buy good PR here. And it's like, what, like the, yeah. the last three, four months just didn't happen at all. Like, what do you mean buy good PR? The PR is out the window. Like, yeah, we want to, we want to make sure that, uh, that baseball is a sport that doesn't have those kind of prejudices to help keep, you know, to attract fans to the game long-term. Like, that's important. But, like, were we sure there's going to be a league? <laughs> like, at all? Like, it's it's kind of fragile right now. 
It's insane. I think a way that I've that I've kind of had to cue it up in my mind is that if there is no baseball season, Major League Baseball doesn't cease to exist, you know, for a year or two. I think that other leagues like um, Major League Soccer, I don't know what its staying power from a financial standpoint is going to be. I do think baseball could weather the storm better than some other sports. However, they also are going to weather it a lot worse than your football, your basketball, even your hockey. So I feel like baseball's not in a great spot, and they're always messing up. Continually. Continually. Uh, any other thoughts on the renaming teams? Are there any that we missed? I mean, Sam brought up the the good, you know, some good ones to address if you're really going, you know, in after the specifics here. But I think those yeah. are some of the main ones, right? I mean, Pirates. Pirates would have to go. Hmm. There was another one, Mariners. That's a fish, right? Is it, or, no? No. Okay. It's a fancy word for seagoing person. That's their trade is to be on ships. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it means semen. <laughs> is that a weird fish joke? Is that? Oh man, I missed you. I'm glad you're back. I missed you too. Glad to be back. For such good things. <laughs> Uh, what else we got, Ben? So the other thing that we have here is a nice list, and this was compiled by our great researchers at CBS Sports, a little upstart that we're trying to help out here. Uh, they put this together. No, I'm kidding. This was uh, printed about an hour ago, and it's a list of who all has test positive in Major League Baseball as players, as well as who all has opted out of the season. So which side do you want to hit first? Sam, you make the call. Forcibly removed via COVID positive first. Well, let's headline. Maybe they're not removed. Maybe they're healing and they're going to be on the up and up. Let me see if I can get it here. I don't trust that guy um, in the clubhouse, by the way. Stick that are being like, they they will have to test positive or test negative twice. The other guys are like, I'm out. Yes. And that, that is like more noteworthy to me. So the sick guys are like, that sucks. Look at all the guys that are sick. The next round is like, oh, my God, all these people are smart enough to say no thank you. Right. I mean, if you're like if I've tested positive, even though I come back, like say we're in the locker room, you know, for the same team and I come back. I mean, are you really going to trust that? Like, we just don't know enough about it all to like even know if that's really that safe. If the antibodies, you know, I I don't know how all that works, to be honest with you. That would that seems like that would be scary to me. And that's all. That's also kind of assuming that everyone's as vigilant and as um, I don't know about intelligent, but like he, Chris Bryant seems to have a very good understanding of how this works and is keeping his distance and doing the right things and saying the, the right thing uh, on top of that knowledge. So not everyone's like that guy, right? And that is that is a re- that's really well put because it's it's a uh, one of those things where you're seeing like both sides of it, but you have to really understand the inner workings. So like someone like Chris Bryant is a really good example of this, where he's been in the league for a long time now, or a good amount of time. He's a, I wouldn't call him like a veteran veteran, but he's in his prime. So he knows how this is all supposed to work. And based on what was agreed upon, uh, you know, we're not seeing it. So welcome back. It wouldn't work just knowing that baseball players are probably a pretty good representation of this last of, America 
like a good a good representation of the population from demographics standpoint. Pretty true. Thank you for the welcome back. Uh, who'd have thought that fatherhood comes along with responsibilities, right? Mm, I don't believe that. No, so a couple different things here. Are we going through the list of who all has tested positive, correct? We, we waited for you, yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Very, very kind. Um, so do y'all want to hit, you want me to name specific all-stars or yeah, kinda uh, go just, to different teams? Yeah, just kind of bounce around a little bit. Big name, okay. but not... So we're going to start with uh, the Atlanta Braves, four players, including notable first baseman Freddie Freeman, Oof. Pete Cosma, Tuki Toussaint, and Big Willie style himself, Will Smith, the baseball player. Any thoughts from Atlanta? I hope that Tuki Toussaint didn't get it from Tuki Toussaint's croissants. That'd be terrible. That'd be very bad for Atlanta. That would be not great for Atlanta. That's that's what a significant a, amount of of actual, like big league roster guys. Tuki Toussaint's what really will be really good, and Freddie Freeman's like perennial All Star MVP yes. caliber player, quietly very good at baseball forever. Forever feels like he's been. A, we've had this conversation before. All right, Paul Goldschmidt about it. Right. Yeah. So uh, lefties in Boston, Josh Taylor and Darwinaz Hernandez, uh, both have tested positive. Uh, also, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is awaiting his test results after coming in contact with someone who was positive. I mean, this season just keeps getting worse and worse for me. I mean, it's just terrible. Um, two Chicago White Sox who have not been named. Two Cubs staff members. What if the White Sox players, like, they literally did not have names? Like, that's how scrub level they were. Like, they came up from the minors. We don't really know their names, but they throw hard, so. They don't need a name. I was really hoping, I was really hoping that you'd follow up the two no-name White Sox players uh, with two actual name Cubs staffers. Like, let's get <laughs> the name of the staff. Yes, uh, Cubs staffers, C Steven Hernandez, and no, I don't know. That's fantastic. Um, so in Colorado, all-star outfielder Charlie Blackman, left-handed left-hander Philip Deal, and uh, a minor league pitcher Ryan Castiani. Mm. The minor leagues don't exist anymore this year, so he's out of there no matter what. That's right. Mm. I, Unless he's in the taxi. Lining? No, not really. No, nah. it's not great. Chuck Nasty. Not great. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers have announced who all is test positive, but they have had some members of the club have tested positive. Miami also hasn't said who it is. They're citing HIPAA laws. Uh, you know, I guess fish are able to get coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Transmittable. Uh, Louis Urias of the Milwaukee Brewers, left-hander Angel Perdomo. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, how y'all feeling so far, Sam? Was that uh, Luis Urias, U R I A S, mm -hmm. formerly of the Dodgers? Because he's good. He's very good. Yes, he is. I didn't know he was on the Brewers. I think he signed there this year. Oh, remember? Okay. Well, that's sad. Baseball was supposed to happen. It didn't. So I don't know. We're like eight teams deep, eight to ten teams deep, and you've named like thirty guys. So that's like thirty more than any KBO test positive test so that's like yeah. super bad it's not great and we've had all of zero games so far good good, good. Uh, let's see 
Giants haven't said who they have, uh, but they said that at least two individuals, Tommy Pham of the Padres, decent sized name there. Uh, also, uh, two final one world championship, Washington nationals, two players who have not been named two of the 60 person, uh, players pool. And our own Texas Rangers outfielder Joey Gallo tested positive, announced today. Currently is asymptomatic, quarantining at home. Just swing it at everything and anything in his path to try to hit it out of the park. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, it's not great. He hit 40 home runs last season. It's a lot of home runs. So uh, these are the players who have opted out. Uh, so here we go. Yeah, of the Diamondbacks, Ryan Zimmerman of the Nationals, Joe Ross of the Nationals, Ian Desmond of the Rockies, Tyson Ross, who's currently a free agent, Wellington Castillo of the Nationals, David Price of the Dodgers, King Felix Hernandez, now in Atlanta, and Nick Markakis of Atlanta. Sam, start us off here. Uh... It's not good. David Price opted out. Did you hit Ian Desmond? Was that on the list? Yes. That's like the most notable one because that's more, more about the racial tensions than the COVID, it seems. But maybe culminating in him saying, I'm not playing. David Price is the most recent one, and that's probably the biggest name on the list, right? Yeah. That's not good. That's like you if you take like another dozen David Prices and they all say no, like that. We're going to start to crumble here. It's going to crumble fast. That's where I think we're at with this. Well, Mike Trout's next. Mike Trout is out. Everyone's going to go, uh, I'm, mm, no. I agree. He seems very He's uneasy not- about it. He really does. His wife, he doesn't want to have to, like, deal with that sort of transition to and fro, knowing that there's testing and quarantining and all that garbage. So he's just, um, I think he's damn close to calling. I think he's waiting to see if it's actually going to happen first. It's kind of what I think, too. And he can't even trust that he'll get a test. You know, it sounds like if you're in California and playing baseball, you have to fly to Utah to get your results. Like, this is ridiculous. Hey, man, as long as you wear your mask, I think you'll be okay. It's not true. It's not true at all. That, that's Are my you p- masks don't help, Justin? You're no, part of the problem, sir. No, what I'm saying is that, like, these guys, the, the whole concept of these guys traveling around on planes and shit like that is unrealistic. And it's even masks aren't going to stop this from happening, like, these guys from getting this thing. And I, I think you're right, Sam. I think you're looking at, like, a handful more of prominent pitchers, like your, or not even pitchers necessarily, but players like your Clayton Kershaw's or your Mike Trout's or. You know, you're big name guys, and you're probably pretty much done with this whole thing. I'm going to try and quantify it. It's one Mike Trout, 12 David Prices, or 47 Wellington Castillos. How many Pete Alonzos? How many Pete Alonzos? Yes. Mm, I'm going to go eight Pete Alonzos. Okay. Because the 400 home runs that we would miss out on. It's <sighs> a lot of home runs. Those are some good ratios off the top of your head. I, I, like the math checks out. I it feel does. like that's pretty good. <laughs> He's been gearing up since the very beginning of the show. He wasn't going to be caught off guard again. It's like, um, how many Clayton Kershaws? Well, hang on. Playoff Kershaw or regular season Kershaw? Like, I mean, he has qualifiers. He's ready. Yeah, we only measure in- playoff Kershaws. Eight regular season Kershaws. <laughs> there you go. That's Nine. What- 
I, I did oh. find it somewhat ironic that the Astros were the were the team that were having the hardest time getting their test today. And for whatever reason, nobody seemed to care. I don't know why. I mean, lovable team. I don't get it. Nice guys. Yeah, no scandal at all. No, no. Honest, honest guys. Honest. Did you happen to see my comments on the matter? Because I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. No. I laughed share. at myself because you're like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, oh, don't worry. They saw the signs. Oh, it was great. <laughs> they saw the signs. Definitely all-star comment of the week in our chat. Yeah. So when they, I know that when they're, when they're playing, I feel like like one of the guys from one of the local radio stations around here now does the audio stuff in the Texas stadium. I feel like they have to play ace of bases. I saw the sign. Got to. When Houston comes to town. Like if you don't do that, what are you doing? You're missing the mark. That's for damn sure. And they need to get us in there to run the music and sound effects. Ben, what are the odds? It's of all you... just a slide whistle. <laughs> ben, what are the odds of you and I being able to do something like that this season? Short season. Uh, I'm going to go with we'd have a better chance this year, but I still don't like our chances ever. Okay. Um, work on that. Send the interns out. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we're more minor league level bits. I yeah. feel like you know, like That's the true. hot tub in the outfield and Lazy River or whatever. It's very true. That's definitely a lot more our speed. Uh, I we have just a couple minutes left. I wanted to close this out with letting you guys know that there is an old school battle from this show that is still very much alive and well, and that is my battle with Pablo Sandoval and the good people of San Francisco. Did either of you happen to see the picture that Pablo that came out of Pablo Sandoval in camp on his first day of camp the other day? I didn't know he still played. I did not either, to be real honest with you. Was no, he was he trim and, and ready? Ben, if there's a guy that I'll I trust to be in shape, it's this guy. He is always Always a team guy. He's always in shape. He's always ready to go. All right. So I'm trying to pull up the photo right now real quick so we can actually see it. But he looked fucking enormous. And so I retweeted the photo and just said, this fat fuck. And apparently that set, set off a whole chain of things. And you'll have to talk to listener Dan about it later because he saw the whole thing kind of. Uh, and uh, I, I got to put this comment up because uh, one ear diving commented in prime shape. Um <laughs> <laughs> he um uh, so yeah so I, I retweeted that or whatever and dan happened to see a lot of this from the sidelines and people just got all up in arms about the whole fat shaming thing and all that and i was pretty much like look when you get paid to be a professional athlete you're paid to be in shape and you're paid millions and millions of dollars and you're sitting on the toilet watching instagram photos during a game fuck off like i'm gonna make fat jokes always about this guy because he stinks period i can't believe he still plays baseball to be real honest with you but the people, people were not happy about it. It's not good. It's incredible. Um, did did our favorite um, pop rock group from the late '90s, early aughts happen to weigh in this time? Smash Mouth did not, which I was very disappointed about. Um, okay, well, I'm going to pull up this picture here real quick. So this is one of them. So they can see there. He's got a mask on. He does have a mask on. I'll give him that. I, I'll take the mask. Um, no, he definitely, you know, he he looks like maybe he probably should have not had the third bratwurst every every meal. I mean, that's almost always the case with this guy. 
And then let me find the actual one that I put up or whatever, because it's right here. Yeah, this is the one. Now you tell me that this doesn't look like a guy who's ready to, in baseball shape. I mean, that's unbelievable. <laughs> I see nothing. Yeah, that one didn't come through. That, there, there we go. go. There oh, go. yeah. That's, I mean, if Bartolo Colon could do it, so can he. I, I give him points for calf definition. If he's got a profile for those leg muscles, that's where the power is derived from. Come on. Him and his calf muscles. Yeah, well, he didn't do shit for my team whenever he was taking all their money, so, you know, it's fine. I think it's more about that than his shape right now. Hmm? Say about what he didn't do for your team. Oh, I'm still upset, and I I will always shame this guy because he's an asshole. So, just want to let you guys know the the rivalry is alive and well. Good. I mean, he is being paid to be in shape to perform physically, so I, you know. Yeah, that's my point. You gotta you gotta do that. Yep. So. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to check us out. We are all over social media. Plus, now we're able to interact with you better live in show. So huge props to Dan and to Ivan and to everyone for commenting throughout the show. We definitely want to hear from you. Plus, we are at sensiblyloud.com. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, however you're getting your podcasts. Uh, make sure to go in. That, that feedback helps us out a ton. Huge props to J-Mac for producing this and every other episode. Please wear a mask. Please wash your hands. Black Lives Matter. Let's get this right, people. Yep, we want to remind everyone to check us out at the website, again, sensiblyloud.com, and we will see everybody next week for another edition of the Outfielder Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah.